today's kernel is going out to Michelle, who over on Instagram sent me a link to Star Wars Monopoly, which I did not know was a thing. Uh, but Michelle clearly knows of my love of Star Wars. So, Michelle, thanks for sharing that with me. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I've been seeing a lot of news, a lot of stuff online about inflation. People are concerned about the inflation that seems to be pending in our economy. Before we even get into more about that, inflation just refers to the general rise of prices over time. You know, things just get more expensive as the years go on, kind of like how a house used to cost $5 and a pack of gum, and now it costs, you know, $2.5 million for a one-bedroom home. Things tend to just get more expensive over time. I mean, housing is definitely one of those extreme cases of rising prices, but things typically get more expensive. But I think the one thing that doesn't get discussed a lot is that inflation doesn't affect all things equally. What's interesting, though, is that there are things that have actually gotten cheaper relative to our income over time. For example, TVs. Even if I think back to my childhood, TVs were extremely expensive. I remember the thought of getting a big screen TV was a luxury. Like no one had, I think I maybe knew one person who had a bit, what we would call a big screen TV. And those things were like, you know, 5,000 pounds and took up your entire living room. Where now you can walk over to any store these days and buy a very large TV for a relatively small amount of money. It's one of those items that's just decreased as technology has improved, as we've started to import cheaper products from other countries. It allows these prices to fall. Same thing goes for computers. I remember buying a computer was a huge deal when I was in, I think, middle school when we bought our first computer. And it was a big deal because computers were so expensive. Uh, Not that they're necessarily cheap in all forms. (laughs) There's some computers are definitely more expensive than others. But we have things like Chromebooks and uh, very inexpensive laptops that you can buy now that you know, prices have fallen overall for these items. Food, which I was surprised about. Uh, I was reading this article on NPR about food is one of those areas that you don't really think about being cheaper than it was, you know, years ago, but relative to income, spending on food has fallen. And I found this, this piece from the, this quote from the article that I want to share. It said, uh, proportionate to our income, food has actually declined dramatically since 1960. According to a chart recently published by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the chart shows that on average, the share of income spent on food fell from 17.5% in 1960 to 9.6% in 2007. And so it's actually risen a little bit since then. It's, it's just under 10% as of 2013, which is the last date contained in this study. I was very surprised to see that food overall, as part of our budget, proportionately has shrunk. Uh, and then lastly, clothing. Clothing is also one of those items that's gotten cheaper over time. So this just gives you an example of, yes, inflation does cause on average, things to increase. And typically the the Federal Reserve, which is responsible for the country's monetary policy, the way we handle money in the country, they're always aiming for around 2%. But that doesn't mean that all items increase by 2%. There are some cases where things will get cheaper over time. But just like there are items that have gotten cheaper over time, there are things that have gotten much more expensive relative to inflation over time. So for example, housing. 
I, I don't think I need to go into too much detail when it comes to the way in which home prices have risen dramatically. Uh, just even in the past year, we've seen home prices skyrocket uh, and they've definitely outpaced what we consider normal inflation. Education, the cost of college in particular, has gotten so much more expensive. And then lastly, healthcare. This is another area that I'm sure we've all felt the pressure and the force on our budgets of these rising costs. So there are, there are items that increase at a much faster pace than inflation. And so I'm giving these examples of things that have decreased, things that have increased drastically, just to show that inflation isn't this flat percentage that we just expect things, all things in our lives to get more expensive by every single year. It's more of some things get drastically more expensive, some things get cheaper, some things rise slowly in price, but inflation is a, is a complicated thing. And it's not just something that we can apply a flat percentage to. After a quick break, we're going to take a look at inflation, specifically the fears around inflation. And I'll discuss if we should even be concerned about this topic. You're listening to this podcast because you want to make better decisions about your money. But one area of our finances that most of us neglect is what happens after we die. If you have children or pets, own property, or want to decide how you're cared for in a medical emergency, you need a will or a trust no matter how old you are. I'm always looking for solutions to help make tackling these financial tasks easier. And that is why I decided to partner with Trust and Will. At trustandwill.com, for as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care in as little as 15 minutes. And you get 10% off plus free shipping by visiting trustandwill.com slash popcorn, or just go and click the link in the show notes. As always, I like to use anything before I recommend it here on the podcast. It's, that's always very important to me. And I was able to take a super short quiz on trustandwill.com to determine what type of document I would need. And they walk me through the entire process step by step. And did you know that if you die without a will or trust, each state has its own set of rules for how your assets are handled. They'll actually go in and freeze all of your assets until every detail is sorted out. And then the courts get to decide who gets your money and you have no say at that point. And so that's why it is so important to create a plan on your own terms. Trust and will documents are designed by state planning experts and customized for the state you live in. And with live customer support seven days a week, trustandwill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. So to gain peace of mind and finally set up that will or trust you've been thinking about, head to trustandwill.com slash popcorn and get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Again, that's trustandwill.com slash popcorn. Inflation. Should we be concerned? We're hearing it in the news all the time these days. Is it a real threat? For me, based off what I've been reading and some of the other reports I've been, I've been listening to, I think we're kind of like in a wait and see situation here. The reason why we're hearing about these inflation fears is that prices have risen. And there are various reasons why this is occurring. So one of the biggest factors is we were in a pandemic last year. There are items, there are things where prices fell because there just was not a lot of demand. People were staying at home. People weren't really spending money because we were all concerned for the future. We didn't know what was going on. But then in addition to that, the supply chains, meaning like the, you know, the manufacturing process, the people who, who manufacture and mine and collect and put together the pieces that go into 
the food we eat, the clothes we wear, the cars we drive, the computers, everything like that. Those those processes were interrupted because some factories had to just shut down because of COVID protocols. It wasn't safe for all their workers to be there. In other cases, they just slowed things down or just stopped producing certain items because they thought there wasn't going to be a demand. Uh, well, it turns out there was still a huge demand for a lot of things during the pandemic. And now as things are opening up, we're seeing more and more people wanting to purchase these products, to buy homes, to remodel, to travel, to buy cars and clothes and things that a lot of us weren't predicting would be happening. And so what's happened in this situation is that these manufacturers now are scrambling to get everything back in place to start building these items in a quantity that can meet the demand that's out there. And since we're, there's still going to be a, a lead up to this process, we're still waiting for these, these manufacturers to get back on track. Prices are rising because there's not as much of these goods available. And when there's not as much quantity, when the supply is down on an item and demand is high, prices typically go up because people are willing to pay more to get something that's in, in short supply, you can say. Kind of like the eBay effect, I almost like to call it. When, when something's really popular, you really want it and it's hard to find, people are willing to put out more money to get it. And so for all of these factors, the Federal Reserve, they're taking a wait and see approach. They believe that inflation, at least as what we're seeing right now, is temporary. They call it transitory. It's going to come and go. Uh, and at the end of the year, or towards the end of the year, or the start of next year, as supply chains catch up, as demand starts to drop, as people spend the spare cash they had available or they've been saving up over this past year, demand will fall back. Supply will catch back up and prices will normalize. Now, no one truly knows what will happen, but this is their bet. This is why the Federal Reserve is like, you know, we're not too concerned about inflation right now. And I feel like that's a a very practical way to approach this because uh, you don't want them taking drastic actions in order to solve a problem that may not be there. But at the same time, you don't want to wait too long. So that's why this is in the news so often. That's why people are talking about inflation so much. And I hope this helps you understand the situation a little bit better. There are people way smarter than me working on this on this topic right now and uh, researching this and working to see if inflation is going to be an issue. So I'll be watching it as well to see uh, where we stand a few months from now. But just want to give you a little heads up, a little insight into the inflation discussion that you might be hearing around. Um, I mean, there's other factors I didn't even have time to dive into, like rising wages and, and how that impacts uh, the cost of goods that we have here that we buy here in the country. So uh, it's a very complex situation and uh, one that I'll be watching closely because I'm interested as well to see where we end up uh, down the road. So hope you all enjoy that. As always, I appreciate you joining me here on the podcast. If you have any questions or any other topics that you would like me to dive into here on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast or send me an email questions at Popcorn Finance. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins. <laughs>